Yes. The Call Center Podcast, episode 48. Myself, Liam, a.k.a. ACG Lee, or Lee from the Travel Agents. Don't book it, Thomas Cook it. Jesus. A.k.a. The Broke Baller. I'm broke on holiday, balling at home. (laughs) And now, (laughs) over to the self-proclaimed local man with international engagement partaking in partaking in many forms of exploration and expeditions on global platforms with a first name and a last name it's the man the myth kai galligan what's going on bro hi my name's kai galligan and i'm a narcissist thanks for having me on how you doing you're right yeah Hi guys, that was the uh, <laughs> Paul Center Podcast episode 48. Thank you for listening. Until next week. <laughs> so no subject openers today, people. Um, just want to go straight in. Um, a first for the Call Center Podcast, we're actually going to give you a part two um, to an episode that we did last week, uh, which was based around travel. Um, so to kind of go into it and like continue on again, um, similar to last week, mate like you were talking about orlando florida um your experiences of going to like disney world um yeah and like universal studios etc etc um can you think of any other sort of like places of interest that you've sort of like been to um and you you're willing to kind of like discuss with us today yeah mate i've been about not quite as many places as you or probably some of the listeners but i've been about um, one place I can think of was Portugal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Portugal. Lagos. Yes. Lagos. 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 I went there with a mixed group. Okay. So it was guys and girls, which nice. I think is like, it's different, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. you can do the whole, obviously you can do the lads holiday. Mm-hmm. You can do the holiday with your missus or you know, your boyfriend or whoever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's mixed group holidays, which I think are always quite fun. It was my first ever one as well. Right, right, right. I was gassed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we flew out there. And I was like, I was flying with like, some of the people I was flying with, I didn't even know them like that. Mm-hmm. So that was an experience as well, isn't it? Because you're like, basically, and we stayed in a villa. Sick. So we got us a, a little villa. It was on like the top of this big long hill. Um, not far from like the city bit, not too far from the beaches. Um, but it's like you need to get cabs everywhere, innit? To okay. get about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got there and we had the villa, we had our rooms. But yeah, some some of the people like I'd never I'd, first time I was pretty much meeting them was on the on the holiday sick on the flight and that yeah yeah so it was quite it was it was quite sick in it it's exciting mm-hmm. you get settled in you get your rooms with a pool in the back obviously you you go out and you get your alcohol in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get your food because we're staying in the villa we're cooking our own food we had the barbecue at the back brilliant it's like it's nice isn't it and i like i kind of like that i think that's probably one of my favorite types of holiday to do mm-hmm. Um, going away when you can get a little villa like a 
it's like a big place to yourself. Maybe it's got a swimming pool in the back, mm-hmm. couple of little things, multiple rooms, uh, but you can have parties there. There's a garden area where you can do barbecues. Like it's 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 lit. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I think that's exciting. Whereas obviously, you know, obviously if you can go away and do the hotel, mm-hmm. uh, individual rooms or whatever, I think mm-hmm. that's fun. I like that. Uh, you, I've also done the, um, the like all-inclusive resort kind of a holiday as well, which is cool, which is nice. You're kind of a little bit more locked in, but it's a bit more expansive. You get your breakfast, yeah. you go to the hall and all that. But the yeah. villa thing, I think is sick. Um especially when you've got the sun, the sun is important to me on holiday. Um, so the sun's hitting your skin, you're out there and bruv, yeah, we, it, it was a, it was a good holiday. We hit the beaches. Um, the beaches were crazy, proper beaches, not Brighton, bruv, not pebbles. <laughs> I don't even think they should class it. How, how, what's the criteria for a beach, bruv? Cause how are they calling it a beach? If it's got pebbles, I don't even think that's a beach, mate. That's outrageous. <laughs> But yeah, nah, the beaches. <laughs> and um yeah, we just went crazy. Pool parties. I remember one night we had a pool party. I think we might have had a barbecue thing. Then we did a pool party. And during the pool party, we were drinking absinthe. Ooh. That dangerous green liquid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a game changer. Ooh. I don't know what the percentage is on that. What is it like? 70. 70? Yeah, upwards. At least? Yeah, yeah 70 yeah. upwards. 70%. So we're all swigging that, doing shots, pool party, jumping in, floats, water guns, backflips, all sorts. Mad. Going crazy. And then we're like, all right, cool, let's get dressed, have a quick shower, and let's head out. Then we get, get dressed, get the cab, fly down to one like club in the like little town area and yeah you're just getting it in just shots mm-hmm. straight rum hella rum and, and and the thing is like when you go to a lot of these countries they just pour the drinks straight like and they pour them strong it's mm-hmm. not like you know in like you go to a little fucking vodka revolutions and you see them get the little silver measuring glass mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they pour it in the exact measurement and they're like, okay, here's your 25 mil or your 50 mil, depending on what you paid for. Mm-hmm. Nah, they just pour it and then you can kind of nod when you're done. I don't nod in it because you just can keep going in it. <laughs> so um, the drinks were strong and uh, it's funny, like one of my, one of my mates, he was done like man down. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> it got to a point where it was like, all right, we need to get him home. Mm-hmm. So then like me and a couple of the guys, we were like, all right, let's, let's get my, my, my man home. So we kind of left the, the club with him and we, we got the cab and like, we're paying cash on all these cabs. It's not Ubers, it's yeah, cash yeah. in it. So you're like fumbling around. Oh, what's the right, what's the right notes? I don't even uh-huh. know what this is. If I've got coins. What's that? Is that a two, two euro? Okay. We'll give the cash. We get to the hotel or the villa even. And then I think we we didn't actually have the key because our villa had a gate. Okay. And we didn't have a key to get in the gate for the villa. We left it, I think, with one of the girls that we left at the club. So we were like, fuck, what are we going to do? 
So then we had to lift up my mate, and he's he's a solid geezer. He's a big geezer. To, so it was like three of us trying to lift him. All three of us trying to do like a heist, trying to it's like a delivery, trying to jump him over the fence. It was insane, bruv. We got him in. We got him to safety. The girls came back not too long after. Um, I think we tried to continue on after there. Um, yeah, yeah just, just madness, bruv. The absinthe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since I had that liquid. Madness. Yeah. That sounds super, super fun. I've not, I've never actually stayed in like a villa before. Um, that just sounds... Because to a lot of people, the pool party would have been enough. You know, like you kind of like make, you book that particular evening as like, this is the night we're going to do that, the pool party with the barbecue. Yeah. It's going to be mad, sick, tunes are running. And then we're just going to like pass out when we pass out, right? Yeah. Especially when you're drinking absinthe and stuff. It's like, I'm not I looking see. to go too far. Yeah, I, was, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to stray too far because I might not survive. But the I, I rate it, bro. Like the courage of like going into that town, going to a club, having a great night. Obviously a man down which is understandable. I can't even fault him for being out of the game. That should have been it. me, bruv. I don't even know how I was getting involved trying to help, bruv. Jesus. Crazy. Yeah. That sounds super, super fun. And like, so fun. Those kind of holidays are so cool though. Like, Portugal, Spain, Greece, Croatia, whatever, like, kind of relatively short haul flights, really consistent sun. Yeah. You know, a nice beach, as you pointed out, like a proper beach. Um, swimming pools and just like nice vibes in it a few palm trees and whatnot um good looking people yeah people are nice people people. are cool yeah good drinks yeah man fresh food um yeah that's sick very very sick and it's it's good as well because you can kind of do that at like multiple stages of life as well yeah so obviously you're talking about as a previous holiday so obviously you were younger yeah but you could do a holiday like that now you can do a holiday like that in five years time you can do a yeah. holiday like that with kids like there's so many different sort of like aspects that you can kind of utilize the same sort of concept in a sense like you're staying in sort of like a villa which is like ran by you for a week you're renting yeah. it do what you want bring who you want do what you want in there etc etc and again as i said that runs as far as like having kids there and like having like exactly all parties and then someone looks after the kids no madeline mccann situations so like someone looks after the kids <laughs> and then you go out into town you can have like a few drinks in town and stuff like that like there's so many sort of like ways in which you can do that um yeah but i love those holidays you just described very very good so good bro yeah sounded really good um for me i think like to kind of I guess change the the climate a little bit. Like I even like places like Berlin, you know, like little sort of I say little, it's a big city, but like I you know, more sort of like city breaks that sort of like span over like a bit of a long weekend, um a bit of a darker vibe. Yeah. Um I think for me personally, like I like all different types of holidays, so I'm not gonna sort of like sit here and be like I like just city breaks because I do like to chill out at the beach sometimes. I do like to do the pool thing for a little while. I do like the all-inclusive thing that you described, like where you stay in like an all-inclusive place and like you Same. go down and eat the buffet. And you just again, it's like that structure, just knowing what you're eating. Yeah, 
you have your time set for breakfast, lunch, dinner, that kind it's of thing. It's paid up as well. It's all paid. So you make full use of it. The bar, yeah, you, you have like the tacky cocktails. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely drilling the bar <laughs> for their cheap vodka and for their cheap alcohol. Gosh. Like, it's nuts. Drill it, bro. Um, but for me, I think like certain city breaks sort of like stick in the memory because of like the things you do on them. Okay, yeah. First and foremost, I think we both relate on the fact that anywhere I go, I have to try the nightlife. Yes, yeah, important. Just so, because I, I like to come back and have like some form of like knowledge. Like, there's one thing like having like historical knowledge about a place, which I think is quite important, or like different aspects of knowledge. But I like to come back to people, and when they ask me like, "Oh, like I'm going to Berlin in a few weeks' time, can you advise anything?" I like to be able to say to a man like, "Yeah, this area is good for bars." This place is good for restaurants, et cetera, et cetera. Drinks here, nightclub here, blah, blah, blah. And having an idea of what they're playing, having an idea of what they're wearing out on the night out, just how the people look as well. Like yeah, just, yeah. Just the general just vibe, so innit? I really like nightlife on a holiday. And I've gone on holiday with people and they're, just, they're not into nightlife. So it's like they're sick of me just like being gassed for like, it's a Wednesday night and I want to go out. Like I just want to go out, innit? Um, yeah. Berlin's such a weird one for me because throughout the day you do so there's so much history there because they've just left so many like remnants of like the wars um and just sort of like the the madness there you can you can tell the divide as well because at one point Germany was divided between east and west yeah and the east was communist ran by the USSR and the West, Germany, and obviously out to the West of like Europe, like the UK and France and stuff, was was liberal. So you can tell, and even to this day, this very day, if anyone takes like a satellite photo or a bird's eye photo of Berlin at nighttime, they have different lights. So the street lights and the actual lighting of the actual sort of like roads are completely different. So West Germany's oh, really? lights, West Germany's lights are more ambient. And like East Germany's lights are just like bright white, like sinister white. Okay. So you can like Google that. You can go onto like YouTube. But if you ever see a satellite photo, the light. Yeah, I, need, I need to Google that. That's, that sounds different. mad. So you can just, you can kind of go in. still with that. some sort of, it's still left there. Yeah. So going in with that knowledge, when you're kind of in East Germany, or sorry, East Berlin, which is like, because Berlin was, Germany was split through Berlin. So like the wall was like, was split and that's where the split was they're literally yeah. divided by a war essentially being in east berlin aka east germany you can kind of just tell everything's a bit more it's how shoreditch is trying to look it's like very very rustic and very kind of like just old and graffiti and yeah that kind of thing like that's where all the artists and the creative people and like obviously people didn't have as much money whereas in the west of germany that's where the brands are, the shops, the high-rise office right. blocks and blah, blah, blah. It's more fancier. Yeah. So you can tell that straight away. So there's things of like the history there that I really like. I really like the fact that like they own it as well. Um, you know, I'm not, it's not a political or historical podcast, but a lot of the atrocities that took place there during the, the, the various wars that have taken place in Germany and their role within it, um, they're obviously very apologetic about it now. And they pay a lot of reparations to like Israel and to a lot of other countries. Right. Um, but they still show 
they still show they show it the things that they did and the thing they and try to hide it they don't try to hide it that's the thing yeah yeah um you touch berlin and it just feels it feels cold and dark if that makes sense like yeah there's, there's a sinisterness to it it's quite clinical mm-hmm. um and i quite like that i quite like that you know you're in sort of like a very politically political like heavy place um and then there's just loads of shit to do. There's just loads of bars, restaurants. <laughs> yeah. just fucking, it's, it's a mad, it's a mad place. It's just there's a, really, a lot. Really there's a lot place. to do in it. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been to Berlin and uh, I enjoyed it as well. Yeah, um, loads of shit to do. What did it's, you think of the nightlife? So this is where I was going to get to. So I was sort of like giving <laughs> you a tour, like through the day. Yeah, yeah. A historic tour. And I was like, nightlife <laughs> is fucking madness. It's mad. So. The places where I went on nightlife, they're all speakeasies. So for those who don't know what speakeasy is, it's basically like an underground pub slash bar that is illegally not supposed to be open, essentially. So like it'd be in like a shop. Yeah. So you'd have to knock on the door and the windows would just be steamed up and they sort of just let you in um, if there's there's capacity. And then you end up getting like a a seat on like some sofas or whatever. You end up like ordering your drinks and you're drinking your drink. Cheap drinks out in Berlin as well, by the way. Very, like, yeah. very livable. I think Berlin yeah. is very good. Very um, livable. Especially for like beer. If you're into beer and stuff. Beer is like, bruv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I think, yeah. The, the hot, do you know what I was? I was never a big beer drinker, you know. But when I went abroad, especially in Europe, mm-hmm. that's where I picked up that taste for beer. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same, same, same. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that kind of like didn't shock me as much, but I wasn't the most happiest with it, but it's expected. Yeah, I've sat down on the corner of this sort of like sofa thing. And then yeah. we had like another sort of like party of people sort of like next to us who said hello and they were very nice and stuff. Each one of them was just smoking cigarettes indoors. And like, oh the, shit, yeah. And the bar that we're in was carpeted as well. So like the whole so place just, just like stuck to it. Cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's just smoky in there, smoky. But, <laughs> and they're very big on like, metal sort of like techno music just head like oh yeah that, i remember the techno i remember the techno stuff because i i went out like i was only there for like a weekend but yeah the the techno i just i can still <laughs> hear it ringing in my ears bro i was like this is different mate that this is the thing and i think it's like it their culture is shown in their history in, in a sense or the other way around like in a sense that even the way they're, they're dressed, whenever you think of just Berlin, you just say the word Berlin, you think of like clothes to represent that. I just see like a lot of like black, like dark leather, and yeah, like dark. denim. Do you know what I mean? Like ripped jeans or like just jeans in general. It's just like, yeah. it's just very like, and even metal, like chain. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I even yeah. see like, it's going to sound a bit weird, like a bit left, but like, I even see like, you know, the whole dominatrix sort of like vibe. You see right. a lot of that in uh-huh. Berlin. Like, yeah the women and the way in which they sort of like dress and like the bar staff and whatever. There's definitely that sort of like, yeah, it's that dark vibe there. I think it's, I um, but it, it's cool. It, it's cool though. Cause it's just, cool. It's, yeah. It, I, I remember walking through the streets, like trying to find like bars and like little shops to like buy a little alcohol or stuff like on the nights. And I remember just like thinking like this, this place is a little bit, it's like a little bit booky. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I felt this is a little bit boot. Like I felt safe. Don't get me wrong. I didn't feel like scared in it. Like rav. But I just there was a bookiness in the air. 
bro. I'm glad you have said this. Like, <laughs> I don't want to come across like I'm sounding mad. <laughs> but, I, bro, at yeah, certain no, points, no. there were certain dark roads that we were walking around. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know where I was going to come out alive, bro. Swear like, to God. It's mad. And, like, especially, again, in the East, um, there's a place called um, Kreuzberg which is inhabited mainly by like the like the Turkish and sort of like the Syrians. So they've got like a big like Muslim population there. Right. So there's a lot of like falafel shops. There's a lot of just um, even like um, mosques and stuff like that. Like, but it's yeah. very like, it's literally Bethnal Green slash like old school. Right. Shortage. It's just yeah. very rough. And I remember walking from, there's a really nice burger place. I think it's called Burgermeister, I believe. It's an amazing burger place. Mm. And like, even there, there's no chairs, there's no seats in there. So you're all just like in this big shop. You get your ticket, you make your order, your order comes. I mean, it's just like these, you know how shelves are sort of like round the corner, the sides of these sort of food shops. Yeah. You all just like congregate. You just congregate around these sort of like little <laughs> shelves and stand there and like eat your food and your chips. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Or you sit outside and you just, so that was weird. But then I remember leaving them and like, yeah, let's go and find a bar now. And you get your map up and it's like, okay, it's a 20 minute walk. You know, I can do this rather than taking like a... Sometimes it's easier okay. to just, fuck it, we'll walk it. But, bruv. Bro, I thought I was going to die, bro. Yeah, like, no, seriously, it's sinister. Under like these tunnels and then like you're turning these streets and like these back roads and it's just like these blocks. They just like proper look like American projects. Yeah. And it just look, it just looks dangerous, but then there's just no one about. There's not much going on. Yeah, it's not like walking through, like when you, because obviously we live in London. So like when you walk through like, central london and stuff like that everywhere's lit up there's yeah the buildings are lit up there's advertisements there's like light shining everywhere. there's lampposts like every two meters yeah yeah, yeah. there's people around there's noise mm-hmm. that you can hear music in the like but it was a little bit more it was a bit more sinister it's a bit more booky and um yeah no i definitely found that like trying to go from like okay we'll go from one spot to the next and I remember I went to this one spot. It was like this little quiet, little dingy place hidden away. Mm-hmm. And I, when I went in there, it was like, there was only a couple of people in there, but it was like the whole walls were like filled from like top to floor with different alcohol around. Oh, it was like this tiny little, it was like a tiny little place. Mm-hmm. Um, it was quiet. There was like no music or anything. It was just quiet. And yeah, bruv, they gave me a little menu. It's like this little menu, but it had like pages and pages of just alcohol that I've never seen in my life. And the percentages were nuts. Like, obviously, I'm normally going to bars and the highest percentage, like 38%, maybe 40%, little yeah, vodka, yeah. little rum, whiskey, whatever. Bruv, these things were going up to like 79%, close to 80 I don't even know if it was above. And I was like, yo. Yeah. And they were like, it was sick because they were listing out all the countries that they were from. Right. And then like my dad's from Guyana. Mm-hmm. So I seen one rum that was from Guyana mm-hmm. and it was about like 79%. I was like, bruv, let me get that. And the, the thing is they brought it over. Yeah. And they like, they must not know like I'm an alcoholic, but they, they brought it over in a little shot glass. Well, not like a little, um, what's it called tumble glass or whatever yeah yeah um but then they brought me a little water with a pipette okay like, you're gonna need to like put some water in there you know just to like take the edge off i was like yeah nah, nah i'll be cool but then when i sipped it bro yeah it hit me it hit yeah, me bro. yeah i was using the pipette after that it was mad 
Yeah, yeah. Crazy. You fell out blood. Yeah, burnt my esophagus. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, do you know what? It's funny you say that because like, to kind of bring the story full circle, I believe, I wouldn't quote me on this, but I do believe that Absinthe is German, I think. Oh, is it? Um, yeah, it sounds kind of German, isn't it? Yeah, and I've always just related like the drinking of absinthe to sort of like German house parties. If I've ever spoken to like a German colleague or anyone that I've known that's German, I've always just related. Oh to yeah, Germans. yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that kind of makes kinda sense. Interesting. Yeah, I've never actually thought about that. But absinthe, I've just seen it as poison. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah. People drinking absinthe in Ibiza because it's green as well, bro. <laughs> <laughs> One time, the barman. Me and my friend, my friend's not a big drinker. Me and my friend were like, I said, I'll order you a drink. Like, you know what I'm saying? We've been like sponsoring each other throughout the holidays. So I was like, let me get you a drink, man. I'm so happy to be out here with you. Like, you know, you're just drunk at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, you gas. Gas, you're just saying so much shit. Like, when we get sure. back to London, <laughs> it's taking over. Yeah. It's a yeah. madness. It's on. <laughs> you're gassed. You're gassed. <laughs> you give man like the, I don't know, 15 pound, let's say, at the time. It was yeah. Two shots. So it's quite expensive. 15 pound for two shots, whatever. So 7.50 each. Um, the brother gets the drink out. He done so. I can't remember what he did now. He gets drink out, puts like pours them into glasses, and then sets the set both the glasses on fire. Right, and the fire's like, oh, flames. And I remember my friend looking at me and thinking, <laughs> to, he, he, he wanted, at that point he wanted to tap out. Yeah, he yeah. looked at me and was like, "Are we gonna like actually drink fire? Are we doing this?" <laughs> and I'm God in it, and you know how I am. Like I'm just like this is normal this is a normal this is every day yeah, this is a yeah. Tuesday do you know what I'm saying um, but even in the back of my mind I was like we just caused a huge scene now because he's got this guy has now set fire to this drink I'm about to drink this drink like it's flammable I'm about to drink this flammable liquid what am I doing um, fire breather we backed it and we looked at each other and like, he was like I can't talk I can't he's like <laughs> he's almost talking like smoke was coming out of his mouth um, yeah he was putting it on a little bit but I'll never forget that and I thought to myself yeah, this drink is not a joke. Do you know what I mean? It literally just tastes Real of like, talk, like absolute alcohol. Like you're drinking like... There's no escaping like, it, innit? You, you can't like... You know, like obviously, like when we go to bars and that, a lot of the time we'll drink drink straight. Yeah. Might have a couple of cubes in there. Yeah. But we'll drink drink straight and it's it's not... I'm not wincing when I drink it. I'm sipping it and I'm enjoying the flavours. Mm-hmm. And that's like 40% or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... A lot of people will wince and stuff like that if you're not used to it. That's understandable, but the absinthe, there's no like, there's no, a man's not chilling, yeah? A man's not chilling on a lounger with a glass of absinthe, sipping it like it's casual. Nah, bruv, that's a madness. Doesn't matter what time it is. There's no experience points that you can rack up. To be enabled oh. to like actually handle that, it's it's crazy, bro. Fuck you, no. And you can't get it in the UK. I swear, it's like, it's, is it banned or you just can't get it in the UK? You can't buy it in the UK. I think yeah. I tried to bring some back, um, and I, I think it flopped. Yeah, the odd person like in life, like I can't even say like now, but in the odd person in life has had absinthe at their house. Like, at I've the been house. Like, at house parties before, like someone's talking. We know people just chat like. Oh, like I went out on the weekend. We had absinthe at some someone's absinthe, house. Yeah, like, okay. it could have been some. You know, sometimes they do them like absinthe drinks, but it's not really absinthe. No, yeah, like it's some exactly. fake thing in it. Yeah, exactly. Or in certain cases, like 
you might find that someone's parent goes on on holiday somewhere in Europe and they're able to get like, the bottle it. back, yeah, and the luggage or whatever, like somehow, some way. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really play with that drink too much. Like I would like potentially <laughs> yeah. do it again. Um, I'll do right, it again in the yeah. right setting around the right people, or just like yeah for enjoyment and for like a one-off kind of thing but like yeah it's not the thing that i'll be like just backing 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 yeah, it burns you out bro yeah fuck that yeah madness but nah holiday bro holidays in general are just like so eye-opening like last week's conversation about even cuba and like even mm. like orlando and stuff and the things that we experienced like the massive warm-up and um the way people were living their lives in like a third world country, a communist country and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just, it's so good to kind of like unplug from your normal day to day life. And although I feel as if like, it's really good to take just days off in general um, in the UK and like just catch up on life admin or sleep or spend longer in the gym or not rush, um, which is really good. Um, you still don't feel completely and truly unplugged until sometimes you just jump on a plane. Yeah. That feeling of like, once that plane takes off and you're sort of like moving now, you know that your next destination is going to be like a completely strange land to you. You're going to have to just find your feet. So you're, you're wrapped with like a bit of anxiety. I'm not a fearful flyer, but you're wrapped with anxiety because you're not in control. You're in the air and stuff. Yeah. Plus you're landing somewhere where you have no control. You got to find your feet when you get there. You got to like know where to like leave the airport, get your luggage, get a taxi to a hotel you've never been before, a new area, get used to it. Potentially new languages, all sorts. Exactly, having to communicate with people that may not be able to like speak like proper English or whatever. Yeah, you can't speak their language. But at the same time, it's kind of freeing, bro. Because as soon as you are on that plane, and all those other worries go through your head, yeah, your UK worries leave you dissipate. So those work emails, the work politics, life politics, um, dramas in like your social life even like, yeah. just goes. You don't really think about it or care about it. Like you're moving to like the land of of new, of new yeah. opportunity, so to speak. Um, I just love that feeling. I think it's such an important feeling. Again, I said it last week as well for like everyone to experience like once in their lives. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there isn't many documents as powerful as that passport. Um, That's and, facts. And a British one at that. And not to sound yeah. like um, on like a patriotic thing, but like a British passport, like gives you access to so many countries. Um, no dramas. No real dramas. I hear of people nowadays that like have passports from their like mother countries and stuff. And it's all well and good because it means that you're a citizen of that country. So if you want to build land or like build houses and stuff in another country, it's great. You can do that. And you can always move back there whenever you want to. And yeah. live freely in the UK as well. However, when these people now want to travel to New York or these people want to travel somewhere else, they now have to go over and above to apply for visas, apply for like entry. And, Super extra. And get loads of questions thrown back at them and pay extra fees and stuff like that because they're not like a UK citizen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's super, super interesting. And that's why once you have that document, which lasts you for, I believe, 15 years, I believe, until you have to renew it, it's important to make use of it. It's important. Yeah. And it's a shame that nowadays they don't do stamps anymore. Because um, back in, I, I, I even missed the stamp era. 
a little bit. I've got a couple of stamps in like my old passport, but like I kind of missed the, the era of that. But like the early nineties and obviously like prior, every country you go to get stamped. Yeah. So people's like passports were tattooed up. Stamped up, stamped yeah, up. just tatted ink. And certain up. yeah, and certain like people would, like have ran out of pages to be stamped. Like, you know, you go on holiday all the time, yeah. like people that travel for work and stuff like that. Um by the time I had the ability to travel, because I didn't travel until I was twenty one, um stamps wasn't the thing no more like easy jet do like stickers don't they so you get like a sticker for your yeah. luggage and they stick it in your passport as well um only certain countries like Cuba may have egypt did so egypt did a stamp egypt yeah um and i believe thailand like only certain countries that have like certain laws still or even that, like yeah. old school airports that haven't really modernized they still do like the physical stamp thing they have a man right. just like Dum. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whereas, whereas in like many other countries like in, in and around europe and stuff the systems are so much more modern now everything is just like digital isn't it so you don't really Makes need sense, like you don't need the visible stamp on your passport yeah, yeah i always remember being sad about that do you know what i mean because i like it's like it's nice isn't it yeah a little collector's item do you know what i mean yeah yeah it's, it's like it's like a sticker book yeah it's like fill it up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so yeah, a bit sad about that, man. But um, I guess another question to kind of ask as well is like, what is, you've been to a few places, I've been to a few places, like what is your favourite thing to do on holiday? Like, What do you actually go on holiday overall? What do you go on holiday for? I think it's the, um, I, I think it, a lot of it is the escapism of life. I think like you, what you were saying, I think when you get on that plane, done your luggage you've gone through security you get on that plane you're flying you land and all of a sudden you land and it's a different time it's a different climate mm-hmm. people are speaking a different language and it's almost like this reset button where everything else that you was doing just before that little flight it's kind of almost just it's gone into the background yes it's like when we go through life and we wake up each day, we go to bed at night, there's this like dialogue in our head about life. Oh, what, what, what have I got to do? What am I not doing? What have I, what am I behind on? What do I need to catch up with? Who have I not done this with? What's going on with work, relationships, family, friends, money, everything. Mm-hmm. It's just like a constant thing. And, you know, you, you can deal with that however you deal with it. But I think there's something about when you get on a plane and you fly to another country and it's just different, all of that noise kind of just, it dies down yeah, and it quietens down. And all of a sudden you, I feel like you become more present and you think I'm here for a weekend, a week, two weeks, however long. Uh And you think I'm here. This is my life now. It's yeah. almost like that two week period or however long it is, the weekend becomes your new life. It's yeah. so weird, but I'm, I'm sure you know what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. And it's freeing. It, it's yes. like all that weight that you carry on a day to day life with all the, you know, the stuff that goes on in day to day life. Mm-hmm. It kind of just comes off your shoulder and you think, I actually let me relax. Yeah. And like, I like going on holiday for the relaxation in that sense. And it's not even necessarily, oh, I need to be relaxing, relaxing on a beach uh-huh. uh, with a cocktail, even though I fucking love that shit. 
mm-hmm. it's more just it's a different it's a change of pace yeah it's a different time zone it's different like it's just different yes and i think sometimes when we live quite uh day to day we go through the same things mm-hmm. um we like our routines and a lot of the time those routines are good and they're building good habits and they're working towards our futures and stuff like that it's just nice to have a change of pace and it's nice to just escape and just be someone else like sometimes when you go to another country you're never going to see these people like you're, you're never going to like the thing is like you could go out in london and you'd never see those people ever again right but yeah. there's something in your head that tells you well i don't know yeah. but when you go to a completely different continent different mm-hmm. country different time zone it means more and you think let me just be me do me i'm gonna do whatever i want yeah it's just freedom and i think no matter how long it is it could be a weekend or longer i think that's the main thing that i really love and a lot of the time when you go the thing is i haven't done um a solo holiday before you know when you just go by yourself and i think that's very interesting but a lot of the time when you go on holiday, you're going with people that you fucking, you love in it. You respect, you're cool with, you're close with. Mm-hmm. So you're not only escaping and just enjoying this like freedom, mm-hmm. you're doing it in the company of probably people that you really are close with and you actually respect. Yeah. So there's that bonding that you can do both with this kind of mentality mm-hmm. or however many of you are. And you kind of just come together, enjoy it, and you just make memories. And every holiday I go, I, I go on, and I come away from, it's the memories, the memories of the nights out, the memories of the days out, the memories of just like chilling at the fucking hotel or whatever it might be on the streets, bantering. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is, um, the activities, the food, the restaurants. It could be anything. It's the memories that you create and the freedom that you have. Um, and everyone's just kind of relaxed and on a positive vibe in it. It's, it's golden. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, mate, the way you just described that, I don't even know how I can even add to that. Like, it's so poetic. And it, in my opinion, it's like that feeling is just completely unmatched. Yeah. Like, yeah, you just can't. And this is why I kind of, under, I used to live my life quite similar to this, but I kind of understand why people <clears throat> pretty much they work in in the uk like you're from london you work as we do but they work just for their next trip yeah if you know what i mean so it's like yeah work january february march i'm going away come back march work april may june i'm going away and yeah. it's like you just work like you have you're for holidays <laughs> yeah it's like little pit stops, points like, that's the word so it's yeah. like you're just literally working for your holidays and you're like your money and everything about you just like goes into like these holidays and planning for these holidays and buying clothes for these holidays and spending money. And like you live your life just for that. Like you look at your year, you sit down at Christmas and you sort of like look at your year ahead and you're like, okay, I want to go away in May. I want to go away in September. Mm -hmm. Start like booking these holidays now. Like I'm booking a little flight in January just so it's booked. And you start to already sort of like plan out your year and like, there's been times where like in January I've booked at work annual leave for like hot October. Cause I know I'm going away on my birthday in October. Do you know what I'm saying? And like managers look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, 
I'd rather book it now rather than like not be able to go because I leave it too late and someone else books the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like that's how dedicated you can be sometimes to like that escapism and that holiday time because it's refreshing. It's refreshing. And, and it when, I, when I look back now and I think of like my age and I think of just like people that have like grown up either with me or like the same sort of like age as me and I've met them in different workplaces and stuff. I think a lot of the time, the things that have sort of like kept me sort of like sane, free-minded, um, creatively open-minded as well, mm. and young in a sense, like still quite yeah. young at heart, but also maybe looking relatively young as well. Yeah. Is those little breaks throughout certain years where like 2017, you go away a couple of times a year, 2018, you go away a couple of times a year. Those little breaks just like, reset the equilibrium it's just like i'm stressed i'm stressed i'm stressed bang i'm away i believe that come back sort of like pace myself go back into the fire again bit of stress at work bang i'm away again do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like and you're kind of just preserving your life and preserving your anxieties and stuff like that and i think it's quite yeah. a cool thing um i do know from a self-help perspective people say don't run away from your from your troubles you've got to fight them and i understand that yeah and like stop looking for like cheap thrills and escapisms and stuff mm. like that you've got to try to like stay so i'm trying i'm personally trying to have a bit more of a balance now in that sense like i kind of want to make my day-to-day or my home life not necessarily like holiday worthy but you want to make it a nice positive experience or as much as a normal experience as you can on a day-to-day basis yeah and then go on holiday again, people that you want to be around to places that you actually want to be and just enjoy it for what it is. But then also have the mental fortitude to come back to the UK and go back into the working world and not feel too stressed about it. Just Yeah, it's not, I guess it's like, it's not so much of a, a low from a low to a high back to mm-hmm. a low. You kind of want to have a little bit more of a balance where, yeah it's it's more balanced out the lows aren't as low the highs aren't as high and you know we talk about escapism but a lot of the holidays you don't want to look at them as an necessarily a quote-unquote escape but it's just it's not like you're running away from it Mm -hmm. but it's just something to just to give you that reset I don't I don't care how good your life is here wherever you live sometimes Mm -hmm. you just need something different to just a change of pace. Change yeah. of pace is always nice. Bro, you, you have to, yeah, 100%. Like you have to unplug from the matrix. You just have yeah. to unplug. Um, and it's like the analogy that I was saying a minute ago where it's like, as soon as you hit that airplane, that airplane takes off. You can't change anything now in the UK. Like you're in the air now. So you, there's nothing you can do. Like, do you yes. know what I mean? Like you can't check that email now. If you've forgotten something at home for this holiday, you've got to buy it on the holiday now. Like, it's gone it's gone yeah. do you know what i mean adapters or like i don't know razor or i don't know whatever you've, yeah. you've forgotten it it's gone now do you know what i'm saying um little things like that like you have to try to you have to try to like learn to sort of like discover a new you and that new you may only exist for like three or four days and you just go back to being in the uk again but th- that's the thrill of life and that's what life is all about like opening yourself up to those changes um and it, like you said as well, like you, I can't agree more where it's like when you're in a different country, 
a whole new you can be created because no one knows you. No one knows your mistakes. Yep. No one knows who you're supposed to be. So like you've got this sort That's of rep- it. reputation. The supposed to be thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got this reputation of being cool, reputation of being like a strong person or respectable person or whatever. Yeah. Like you can just rewrite your whole history in those like short yeah. days that you're on this holiday. It doesn't matter. Know. Yeah. You could be someone. The thing is as well, it's like, what it is, is it's like sometimes when you, you kind of first hear it, you think, oh, it's like you're going and being fake. But it's like completely the opposite because sometimes in your day-to-day life you can get bogged down with certain uh, routines and like things that you've done and people hold you in a certain way mm-hmm. and in your mind you think oh people will expect me to be this expect me to be that or you can do that for yourself mm-hmm. and it's just that letting go of that supposed I'm supposed to be this guy that does x y and z that is this this and this characteristic you can just go away and you could just say fuck it i'm just gonna or maybe you do something that's not you and you realize oh, okay actually yeah that is that's definitely not me do you know what i mean it's just yeah. freedom but it's putting yourself in that scenario in the first place that's and it. bro you yeah, again freedom. like my eyes lit up when you like said what you just said because if i'm being really honest with you and completely frank yeah, people are fake on a day-to-day basis in their absolutely, real life. Yeah. People 100%. are absolutely fake, not who they say they are. Yeah. Put on an act on social media, put on an act in the workplace. Yeah, um, people literally wear masks in broad daylight every single day, and it's only when you actually sometimes take people outside of that comfort zone and take them on holidays when you see the real, the real them. Like oh. some of my friends, I've seen my real friends in the space of seven days i've known 15 years i've seen it like the real them in seven days um on holiday um the rest of the 15 years has been them withholding information putting on an act always trying to look like they don't make any mistakes not taking any losses blah 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 blah. do you know what i mean yeah um you don't see a real person until like as mad as it sounds until you wake up in the morning and have breakfast at the table with them yeah Um, or until you see them on a night out when they're drunk and like you see them without their faculties completely. Um, you see them, how they act around other people mm-hmm. that they've never met before. So how do they talk to strangers? How do they operate with strangers? You know, even the communication with girls and like getting yeah. to know women and stuff, you see people sort of like faults or people's like talents in a sense. Like there's yeah, so seeing it live there. Yeah. And there's no lie. There's no way you can hide. This is, this, this is, is it. it. Yeah. And that's the thing that like, a lot of people um, are being are being fake. And I, I learned a lot from these sort of holidays as well to come back to the UK and be more myself as well. Yeah. Because even I've gone through stages in my younger years of like putting on a front when you're in the UK. Yeah, you're absolutely. around people that you've grown up with. You're around people that you work with. Um, you put on this sort of like mask and yeah. you don't ever want to be seen as like, you've lost it or seen as someone that's like downtrodden or whatever yeah but you go on these holidays you meet so many like lovely people people that have like so many interesting stories and interesting backgrounds you come back to this like this uk thing you're just like i could just be me yeah what who's the fuck yeah what's what's the what, what was even the big deal anyway yeah yeah literally i can literally just be me like because at the end of the day life is okay 
Like I'm able yeah. to fly to different countries. Some people can't leave their countries. Like I'm yeah. able to fly. I'm able, I've got freedom of flight. Um, I've got the ability to like socialize and speak to new people. A lot of people don't have even that skill. That yeah. skill set isn't embedded in people. No. Um, and that's another thing you see on holiday a lot of the time. A lot of people can't speak to strangers or they can't communicate to waitresses or, do you know what I mean? They don't have time for people. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. So I definitely think that like holidays for me more so rather than escapism, it's definitely more about discovery. Um, mm. Yes. Discovery. That's the word. Yeah. And it's like, you've got to take time to adapt as well. I guess what tends to happen a lot of the time with me on holiday is like the first night or two, I'm a bit still like, cause you're not yourself. Yeah. You're not, because you've gone through a pattern over the course of a year of eating at this time and eating this particular food from this particular shop, Tesco, Sainsbury's, whatever. Obviously when you land in a new country, those creature comforts are not there no more. So your whole kind of, again, to use the same term, equilibrium is kind of thrown off Yeah, 24 hours or 48 hours because your sleep pattern's a bit iffy. You've been in a plane with terrible air conditioning. Like a lot's gone on. You've had to like go through so many different security checks and paperwork and da da da. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it takes a bit of a while to sort of like work out where your local shop is or like where your your route to the beach is going to be. Yeah, um, or even like what tasks or what sort of activities you're going to take part in on day one, stuff like that. So you don't start to really like live it and enjoy it at all about day two, day three. Yeah, um, there's a bit of time involved. Yeah, for sure bit of time involved which is why funnily enough like when you do holidays that are quite short-lived four days five days it's important to maybe try and give yourself a bit of a build-up going into it um, ah that's yeah yeah so you can prepare you've always said that yeah even potentially drink at the airport and kind of get in that spirit so you can kind of land and get in get in on it otherwise you're going to sort of like waste a couple of days trying to adjust yeah. By the time you've adjusted, you're coming home again. Yeah. So that's, yeah. There's been time I've gone on holidays and I've spent five days, like spent five days just like doing a certain thing on this holiday. And then on the last day, the fifth day, I found out that there was like a second swimming port, the other side of the hotel that I never knew existed. Jeez. And I was wondering where was all our, like, our where hotel was everyone going? Because I've only known about this one at the front of the fucking thing. Yeah. Out to the beach. Meanwhile, there's a private swimming pool at the back that everyone goes to and socializes at. And nice. I already found this out on my last day. This is an Ibiza story as well. Yeah. So situations like that, you start telling us, oh, shit, I could do it having another couple of days here now because this is where everyone's been hanging out. That's it. But you've lost that opportunity. So again, I think that sometimes you can kind of be ill-prepared um, and not necessarily know certain things that are around you, certain sort of like things that you've paid for. I've paid to like for access to this <laughs> yeah. room. I knew nothing about it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Let me get my toe in at least. At the very least. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So yeah. And and that's another thing as well. Like um kind of lastly on that, once you've paid money for a holiday, I say this to everybody, once you've like the pop, like part of your hard-earned money that you've worked for in this country yeah, on holiday, that's flights, hotel, spending money, whatever, you've got to live 
your life and you've got to make it as good as possible for you. So I understand people's comfort levels are very different. I might be more comfortable yeah. talking to multiple strangers. The next man might not be. Mm-hmm. Um, I would encourage them to get outside of their comfort zone, but you can't force someone to, again, don't be someone that you're not on holiday because you'll get exposed. Like, holidays expose everyone. They will. So, um, once you're part of your hard-earned money, you've got to enjoy it for what it is. Just go for it. No regret. Like no, just no holding back in it. If it's That's something it. you want to do, just go for it in it. Um, I think and, that, that you won't regret it. Yeah, yeah, and be willing to do it on your own as well. Like yes. to speak about myself in the third person, Liam may not want to go down to the pool right now, but you might want to. Yeah, you pay your money, so. You go down to the pool, get your deck chair, put your towel over the things, so you, you own it, you bag the deck chair for the day or whatever, the sunbed or whatever it is. That's you. I'll, come, I'll meet it. you. I'll see you at, like in two hours' time or I'll go for do my thing or whatever. I might come yeah. and follow you now. You might have like, twisted my arm. Do you know what I'm saying? So things like that, you've got to kind of like live on your time because time is precious. And when you're on these holidays, you're not there forever. And before you know it, you'll be back on someone else, another man's schedule working for another person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It gets deep like that. Yeah, no, that's true, bruv. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. And again, like what I was saying, the analogy about like not knowing there was a pool at the back of the hotel. Um, once you paid your money for a hotel as well, make use of there. If they've got free coffee in the lobby, free tea in the lobby, bro, breakfast every day. Breakfast. If they got a little gym, free drinks, bro. Use the gym. If they got yeah. sauna, everything. If it's towels. all inclusive, yeah, yes. towels. If it's all inclusive, take the piss. Yes, they will do it. Like when I went to Egypt and it was all inclusive. Yeah, I've had a man delivering me vodka bottles. Just, just here you go, here you go. Take that to your room. Here you go, here you go. Yes, they want it. They it's free. Yes, they want to help you enjoy that. In, in you deserve it. Yeah, 100%. You've paid your hard-earned money. And like, <laughs> like, we pay bills in this country, yeah? yeah? Like, even from a shower perspective, like, this is our, our nitty-gritty, I'll get with it. Yeah. Bro, you've got, a, you've got free hot water, free water at this hotel with free towels as well. As soon as that towel gets too wet, you dump it on the floor, it gets taken by somebody, you get a new one. Get new a next one, fresh one. Have four showers throughout your day if you're on like these hot holidays. <laughs> yeah. Five showers, like you're not paying tenth water, you're not paying for the hot water bill, the gas, the electricity, EDF, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're not paying it. Like, have loads of showers. <laughs> Just live your life. Like, literally use the facilities, bro. Like, watch the t- watch the hotel TV. No electricity is being paid for by you. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no holes barred, man. No regrets, bro. And the thing is, like. Have you ever regretted going on any holiday? Is there ever a holiday you've ever regretted? So no, 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 there isn't. But like, the, I, what I will say is there mm. are obviously holidays that like, I was a bit like, mm, um, this wasn't as good as I expected it to be or it's okay. not the best I've been so on. Disappointment. Yeah, to a degree. But like, you still make, you make the most of it. Hmm. What about you? I hear that. No, no, I, I, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever been on holiday and thought this was shit or I wish I never even booked it. You, you can't. You've got to do at least your due diligence. If you're going to pay a bit of money, <laughs> yeah, like, got to squeeze the lemon. 
<laughs> yeah but no that honestly i i hear what you're saying you shouldn't ever regret somewhere where you've been again especially if you paid the peas for it mm. um but again i guess to be a bit contrarian I yeah could, I, I can easily say that i've been to places and i've been a bit like mm. it was all right yeah it was all right like i had a decent time um, yeah i know that's interesting yeah but the holiday i went on last year was better or something like that do you know what i mean yeah yeah um but yeah all good um but yeah, this is, we ran, guys, we ran back an episode for you for the first time. We've given you a part two. Yes. Um, because we felt as if there was so much more prodding to be done with this. And also the weather is so nice at the moment in the UK. So it's got us thinking of holidays constantly. It's only right. It's only right. But Kai, if um, girls want to be flown out and stuff once yeah. again, where can they find you? Yeah, listen, I've got tickets. Yeah. Um, if you want to get flewed out. Uh, just holler at me. My Instagram is at Kai Galligan. Mm-hmm. Send me a DM. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're lucky, I'll fly you out. Location undisclosed. I love that. A trip to the UK on Kai Galligan. <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> and I am, of course, the broke baller underscore underscore yes um on instagram and twitter um the name there's clues in the name i've got no money so i will not be flying anyone out no um, listen baller, <laughs> baller. <laughs> this man has unlimited cash girls. <laughs> he also has large investments in bitcoin yeah he knows brimmer you know bitcoin bims he knows he knows that man we both know him yeah oh yeah. So, yeah no but you know you've got business connections with him so yeah just holler at this man and um yeah tickets flights hotels everything's on him oh dear oh dear um and moving swiftly on the call center podcast instagram page is where you can find um early clips of the episodes midweek clips and also just like early releases of the episodes in general um and just general communication keep yeah um, yeah keep the engagement going yeah this has been episode 48 or could i say part two or 47 until next time guys peace peace